0: Hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday night. It's 5 o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone, and that means it is time for the good news. Our weekly look at the good news stories that uh, I have found that I believe will inspire you and uh, give you a little something to talk about over the weekend. And you know it is a big weekend because it is Earth Day. And just in time for the Earth Day weekend... A great new study was released where we're on that. Oh, sorry, Diego. Uh, (laughs) He's got to back up to the beginning of the slideshow there for us real quick, folks. Uh, Earth Day uh, is here, and there we are. And what we know now is more Americans than ever, according to a new study, are willing to do whatever it takes to address climate change. Three in five Americans care just as much about saving the environment as they do about saving money. This recent study uh, and recent survey uh, polled 2,000 U.S. residents. 64% of those folks polled say they care about the health of the planet and their wallet in equal measure. 66% of the respondents claimed they'd be willing to try anything that can help save the environment. Now, 75% also said that they are turning off lights when leaving a room. Was a, that, that was a primary habit. 66% said they make sure to turn off running water whenever possible. And 63% chose to shower rather than bathe in order to save water. Folks, there's just so many wonderful little things we can do to support our environment and address the climate change issue that we're facing. Uh, as we continue, 64, uh, 60% of respondents support recycling. Forty-six. Now, that number should be higher. Uh, 46% use recyclable water bottles. 43% use energy-efficient kitchen appliances. 34% are using biodegradable bags for food storage. And 31% use a high-efficiency dishwasher instead of hand washing. Now, you may notice that in some of these, uh, what we're talking about is, you can use the newer appliances, and upgrading your appliances actually does more to help save the environment and save you money than trying to use old school, old fashioned ways. Uh, high efficiency dishwashers save more water than trying to wash your hand your dishes by hand. Now, this was a random double opt-in survey, so we've got pretty good. Uh, we've got a pretty good. Uh, uh, Well, I lost the word I was looking for there. (laughs) We can trust in this. Let's put it that way. Uh, Kara Aker, one of the senior brand managers for the company that did the study, said people would be really surprised if they knew just how much energy is used throughout their homes. Uh, That's why Energy Star appliances and other products are so incredibly important. Happy Earth Day, everybody. I hope you go out and do something good for planet Earth over this coming weekend, I know I uh, I will be for sure. I'm working in my garden this weekend. On to our next story. This is another good earth news story. Entrepreneurs in Jordan, yes, the country of Jordan, have created a sophisticated machine that pulls water from the desert air at a rate that some say could alleviate the country's water concerns. Now we've talked about these types of technologies before on this program. And there have been a number of different ways that people are looking at getting water from, directly from the air. Uh, in this program, the company is called Aquaporo. P- uh, uh, they create a machine that's about the size of a standard air conditioner. And it can harvest up to 35 liters of water every day in a desert climate that has 20% humidity or more. The, government, the Jordanian government has already ordered a 1,000 of the un- units, so the government's on board. They believe this is going to be uh, a great uh, uh, advantage for them. Uh, the, much of, the, of Jordan's population may only have access to about 200 cubic meters of water per year uh, and only 36 hours of tap water per week. Those are being provisioned by authorities. The WHO says these levels can create harm to human health and economic development. So we're going to take care of that as well. Jordanians, this is an invention uh, by Jordanians made for Jordan. And young people uh, in in the country have great ideas, said Cordova, one of the government ministers. My job is to show that research can make it out of the lab. And it is doing that good work over there, folks, pulling water out of the air. We might need to learn how to do that here in North America sooner or later, especially in the West, eventually. Hey, in other good health news, coming out of Africa, two countries in Africa have approved the uh, R21 malaria vaccine. Now, I didn't know about this, so maybe you didn't as well. Ghana and Nigeria... Uh, have approved the R21 malaria vaccine. Now, this vaccine has been in testing and trials for over eight years now. Uh, So scientists have been trying to create a vaccine for malaria for more than a century, actually. Uh, This first trial on R21 was started again just over eight years ago. Uh, The final trial trial was a study of over 5,000 children in Burkina Faso, and it's been shown to various African health or drug authorities, and it's been, uh, however, the study has not been made public. Uh, We do know, again, that Ghana and Nigeria have approved the use of the vaccine uh, to treat malaria. Um, This is good news. The R21 trains the body to create very strong antibody levels, by inoculating it to the protein coating found on between 10 to 20 of the various malaria parasites that can be injected by a mosquito. I didn't know that 10 to 20 different parasites in in a mosquito bite. Oh my gosh. It has an 80% efficiency rating, the highest ever achieved with the appropriate degree of safety. All right. Good news. There. Hey, folks, if you've heard of a good news story you'd like us to cover, by all means, please send us an email, goodnews at ntmedia.org, or if you'd like to come on the program and be a guest host sometime, we'd love to have you join us for that as well. All right, before we can take a break, I want to share another story with you. Uh, now, this is one of those fun, fun, fun stories. Uh, this happened off the far northern coast of Alaska uh, near the town of Nome which is actually closer to the, uh, Russia than the United States. Up in that area, there's a place called St. Lawrence Island, and on that island is a town called Gamble. Well, uh, a young girl was recently united with her dog who had a month-long encounter out on the ice of the Bering Strait. Uh, Mandy is the mother of three beautiful ch- children, each of whom is the brother or sister to three beautiful dogs. But on a trip to their uncle's town of Savunga in March, two of the three dogs, Starlight and an Australian shepherd named Nanook, Nanuk disappeared. Well, they were worried that the dogs could be frozen. Uh, they do have dogs that, uh, that take a, a roundabout and take a walkabout, if you will. Starlight reappeared about two and a half weeks later. Uh, however, Nanuk was still at large. And uh, his, uh, Nanook's eight-year-old human sister, Brooklyn, uh, was quite worried and concerned. Now, Nanook means polar bear in the language of the Siberian Yupik. I always pick the stories with a lot of hard names to pronounce. Um, And uh, so they decided, they discovered that when the dog returned, that he must have been traveling and just hanging out on the ice floes. They have no idea how he actually made it home. He did have a bite mark on his leg. Uh, but other than that, the dog was healthy. And uh, they were able to get him home as well. Wow. What a story. Good news all about in the world, folks. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and let some of our uh Other organizations give you a little bit more information about what's happening here on the New Thought Media Network. So please don't go away. We'll be back in just one minute with more good news here on New Thought Media Network. Stay tuned. Please help us say thank you to our organizational sponsors and donors, including the Hefferlin Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation, Center for Spiritual Living, Denver. Center for Spiritual Living, Midtown Atlanta. New Thought, Philadelphia. Planned Happiness Institute. Summit Center for Spiritual Living. Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake. Unity Spiritual Center, Kitchener. Ohm Center for Spiritual Living. Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey. Unity of Savannah. Center for Spiritual Living, Seattle, and all of our individual donors and sponsors. Thank you for being a part of the New Thought Media Network. Please come be you.
1: Happy birthday, Camp Cedar Ridge. We invite you to come camp and celebrate our first year while in sacred service. May 19th through the 21st, we'll be restoring our beloved meditation labyrinth. Come camp with us for the weekend and all we'll ask you to cover are the meals. Vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options are available. That's the weekend of Friday, May 19th to Sunday, May 21st. You can bring your own tent or act fast and register for one of our glamping tents or bunkhouse beds while supplies last. We do have limited indoor accommodations for an additional fee. Find more details and registration at CampCedarRidgeOR.org slash lab.
0: We're back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. I want you folks to know uh, that my family and our great producer Diego will be at Camp Cedar Ridge in May for this wonderful event. I encourage you to sign up and join us. Come be a part of the fun. All right, on to our next story. Now, I had never heard of the Clean Slate Initiative before. Uh, But they are at work, and currently over 850,000 Michiganers have a clean slate as the program takes effect there in Michigan. So let me tell you a little bit about this. Uh, The Clean Slate Initiative works to expand and automate the sealing of arrest and conviction records after people have completed their sentences and remaining crime-free for a period of time. They believe everyone should have a shot at redemption. I agree. They are a national bipartisan nonprofit organization that builds advocacy programs where local, state, and national partners cooperate with the shared goal of passing clean slate laws in states and in Congress. The Clean Slate Initiative vision is that everyone in America should have a fair opportunity to work, have a safe home, take care of their families, and contribute to their community. They're achieving that vision by uniting businesses, advocates, community members, and impacting people across the country to ensure that conviction and non-conviction records are no longer a life sentence to poverty, and past mistakes will no longer define our futures. This is great work, folks. As I read into their website today, um, and our brother Diego is going to put that up in a banner for you so you can see it, Um, they're doing really, really good work. Now, currently, Pennsylvania, Utah, New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, Virginia, Oklahoma, Colorado, California, and most recently, Michigan, have passed Clean clean Slate Initiative legislation, and some of that went into effect this week. Uh, In Michigan, about 2.8 million people with criminal records, uh, mostly many of them with convictions or low-level nonviolent offenders, uh, will eventually see their records sealed and or expunged. Uh, This all started last week, 850,000 so far, and they're just getting started uh, on April 11th alone. The automatic expungement program began with close to uh, 250,000 member Michiganers uh, became conviction free in one year and uh, excuse me, in one day. Uh, the, the, program scans computers every single day to identify new people that can have their records expunged. And what this means is they can't nobody can tell that they have a past conviction. They can't be denied for housing. They can't be denied for social services and other help. Uh, that is so badly needed by so many of these people, Uh, we are encouraged and hopeful that the state of Michigan will continue to advance meaningful second chances in the future. That's state representative Graham Filler on what's happening. Now, there are some offenses that are not eligible for expungement. Those include things like arson, child abuse, first-degree criminal sexual conduct, first-degree murder, felonious assault, manslaughter, stalking, and others. Uh, almost all misdemeanors punishable by less than 93 days in jail will have those records sealed, and that means even the state police won't be able to see them. This is good stuff, folks. I don't know if you know, but it, even small uh, convictions from long ago can impede somebody's ability to get a good job, to rent an apartment to even open a bank account in some places and in some cases. Currently, over 2 million people now have clean slates, thanks to this organization across the country. And uh, over 3 million people have a, non, a small conviction or a non-conviction that has been overturned based on their legislature and their work. Wow. Good stuff coming. Everybody deserves a second chance. Yes, Wayne, we can embrace the new, a new chance for so many people out there. Hey, this next story really caught my heart, and I want to tell you, um, I want to introduce you to Geraldine Gimblet. Now, Geraldine has uh, been playing the lottery for a number of years. She lives in Florida, and her daughter uh, was going through breast cancer sh- treatment. She had literally just made the last payment on her daughter's cancer treatment, and he had used her life savings to do that when she said uh, at first that she, uh, she went to a gas station and asked the gas station for one of her favorite tickets. It's a crossword scratch-off there in Florida. Uh, the, the attendant told her that he didn't have any more, but she asked him to double-check she said i uh, i like the crossword games the best he happened to find one of this uh it's called the bonus cash word game he happened to find one after completing the puzzle geraldine realized she won two million dollars <laughs> uh, Geraldine's daughter said the day before my mom bought this ticket, I rang the bell and walked out of the hospital after completing my last treatment for breast cancer. My mom had taken out her life savings to take care of me when I was sick. I'm just so happy for it. Now the chances of winning the $2 million prize in the bonus cash word game are roughly one in three million nine hundred and twenty-one thousand two hundred and seventy. That's according to the Florida Lottery website. Geraldine, you are a lifesaver, saving your daughter's life and uh, being rewarded all at the same time. Good stuff here, folks. Good, good stuff. Good news here on the New Thought Media Network. And hey, I found this story over on GoodNews.Org. Uh, One of those places where we go to get good news stories. I invite you to check them out. Give them the love and attention they deserve. All right. Next up, this story uh, is a garbage man. Now, the garbage guy, he did his part. But I got to say, Brittany Thomas has the heart. Brittany's the bride you see there. And the bracelet you see is a family heirloom that had been handed down from her grandmother uh, well, the night of her wedding, uh, after after the reception and all that, she realized that she had lost the bracelet. Uh, in a panic, she spoke with her friends, and they kind of all got together and said, it must have been when you were taking pictures. And I guess there was some hay bales involved, and some hay and straw and bale involved in the photo opportunity. Well, the next morning, the couple got up, drove to the venue, uh, but the trash had already been picked up and the hay was already gone. As they were leaving the venue, they happened to notice a a Waste Pro garbage truck driving down the road, uh, waved down the driver, got the driver to get out of his truck, uh, explained the situation, the driver called his supervisor, and together they allowed the couple to start digging through the garbage truck. Brittany said she was almost done, almost ready to give up, and then she saw some hay sticking out of a white trash bag, kept pulling out of the bag, and before long was able to find the bracelet. Folks, in this philosophy, we talk a lot about the fact that nothing is ever lost, uh, and this is a great example of that. Nothing was lost that day. Brittany was able to find her uh family heirloom and she's got her bracelet back what a good news story we can always remember no matter what there's always hope uh we just got to ask the right people to give us a helping hand as it were hey we're going to take another quick break here on the new thought media network and let uh some more let you know a little bit more of some of the things that are going on but i've got a whole nother series of stories coming up after the break so please stay tuned don't go away hit that like share and subscribe button Let some friends know what we're doing here on a Friday night. We'll be right back with more.
1: thought media network is on the rise we're looking to grow with you do you have technical media experience or perhaps a desire to learn are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention we share this message to benefit all if you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org.
0: With more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. You know, our next story comes to us from sunnyskies.com. That's another one of our great sources where we love to, to grab uh, these good news stories. And this one is about a young man named Luke. Now, Luke is currently six years old, but the first time he walked into the nonprofit Alleluia Baskets, uh, he was only three. And was so struck by the work that he and his mom did that day that he said he wanted to help more people. uh, And that he thought it would be nice to help more people. Last year, uh, and that created a great relationship. Now last year, Luke set out to collect 100 items to give to Alleluia Baskets. uh, And he recruited his friends and family to help him in that mission. However, he did a lot better than that. He collected over 1,000 items. And so the owner, the, the founder of Alleluia Baskets, Karen Messler, last, this year gave Luke a box truck to fill up. Now, he was, enter- entire, he was determined to fill this vehicle, so he spoke to everyone he knew and everyone he met, and he said, I'm collecting things and we're helping kids smile on Easter. Well, on March 27th, Luke arrived at Alleluia Baskets with the box truck. No, he was not driving. His mom there was. Uh, And it was filled with over 12,221 items. Messler said, with the support of our dedicated volunteers, help from generous donors, love from friends and family, and countless blessings from God, Alleluia Baskets was able to fill and distribute 10,681 Easter baskets to children and senior citizens in need this year. Congratulations, Luke. Good job, buddy. I think we need to get that man, that boy a uh, tractor-trailer truck for next year. Let's see if we get over 100,000 items. Uh, There's a good one. Hey, this next story comes to us from the Department of Absolute Miracles. This is Sammy Berko. Sammy is 16 years old. He was rock climbing at a rock gym recently, uh, and his heart stopped. He made it to the top of the wall and went limp. Uh, At first, people thought he was just kind of being playful, but when they lowered him down, they realized he was unresponsive. Uh, and paramedics, uh, doctors uh, and others and workers at the gym even started performing CPR. They worked, uh, they were doing CPR for over two hours. Eventually the doctors looked at the parents and said, uh, I'm sorry, but he's gone and left the parents to say their goodbyes to poor Sammy. Uh, however, within just a couple of minutes, he started to move. Jennifer said that uh, I started talking to him, just telling him how much I love him and sorry that we didn't know how to save him. As I started to pray, suddenly he started moving. And my husband said, oh, my gosh, he's moving. Well, the medical team came racing back in. Uh, They were able to continue the CPR and revive him. Now, they people were concerned that for going that long without oxygen, there was fear he would suffer uh, a major brain injury. However, uh, from uh, other than a few small physical injuries and a little bit of memory loss, which they expect to clear up, uh, Sammy is going to be okay. Jennifer calls it a miracle. I call it a miracle, too, folks. Good news happening all over. Hey, here's another really good news story. A Texas woman was recently pulled from her car after it had been submerged in a cold lake for over three hours. The fisherman, the boat you see there, fisherman just saw the outline, called the police. Uh, The local county sheriff showed up about 20 minutes later, but they thought it was too dangerous to try to wade into the water. So there was a tow truck on hand. Uh, When they got out to the They when they got back out to the jeep there, they realized that there was still a woman in the car and she was alive. They were able to pull her out through the window and get her to safety. She is going to make a full recovery. Wow. Hey, and in our final segment of the night, That's right, our new segment, The Hero of the Week. We're going to do this every week for our final story. And tonight, I'm introducing you to to Miami-Dade police officer, Emmanuel Walton III. Now, Emmanuel was called to a car underwater and sinking fast. Uh, He didn't have much time, and he knew there was a child in the car, so he dove right in. It took him a couple of tries. There is video cam, uh, body cam footage out there if you'd like to search it out. It's uh, a little harrowing. Uh, but the water was murky and cold. He had to go through, had to go down a couple of times before he was able to identify the handle of the car. Uh, he was able to get the the door open and was able to get the child out. Was able also to pass the child to his partner who began administering CPR. Uh, and uh, as the child started to cry, Emmanuel started to cry as well. Uh, He said, when the baby started crying, I started crying too, because it was the best cry I've ever heard in my life. Officer Walton, you are our hero of the week. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Hey, and everyone, thank you for being with us here on the New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm going to get out of here for now, but come back in just a half an hour. Reverend Pastor Michael Mangus will be with us with the Fireside Chat. That happens every Friday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. We'd love to see you join us for that as well. Until next time, I'm out of here for now. Thanks for being with us. We wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. (laughs)